As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today, I have a, well, this has been a long time, but he's making a return to the show. Please welcome back, Sean Bowers. Hey, morning, Josh. How you doing? I'm all right. I can't complain. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be back on. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been, I think, a year ago uh, I was on with you when you first got started, man. So excited yeah, to be back yeah. on. That that was definitely that was at the beginning. You were one of the first. You were early on. Yep. Yep. Uh, I know we brought it up then, but I don't know if you want to talk about it again. I know you're a collegiate athletics recruiter. If you wanted to talk a little bit about your company. Yeah, I am I, I work for um, NCSA, Next College Student Athletes. So we um we help student athletes um that are looking to want to play in in college and uh we provide recruiting services for them to to help uh realize their dream of being able to play in in college so it's pretty cool all right today you're taking us back and and i know you were going between two movies and you went with this one i won't say what the other one is in case you decide to do that episode eventually all right i I remember what it is okay yep they share an actor in common they do they do and and for the sake of this because i you know i like to keep this kind of spoiler free Yep. We can talk about that character in general, but I would say don't say who it is because you if you haven't seen it and you don't know that's coming, they don't tell you in the credits. That's okay. a big part. So, yep. All right. But you're taking us back to 1995. What, yep. what you probably think is David Fincher's best, what a lot of people think is David Fincher's best. And of course, I am talking about seven. There are seven deadly sins, Captain. He's preaching. His murders of his sermons to us. I've done it again. Seven deadly sins. The only thing we know about that guy right now is he's totally insane. Seven ways to die. He's alive! He's alive! He's laughing at us. He's two murders away from completing his masterpiece. Seven rated R. I feel like saying more, but I don't want to ruin the surprise. Starts Friday, September 22nd. Yeah, yeah, love that movie. Uh, I was in I was in college uh, when it came out, so that just shows my age right there. Uh, <laughs> um, and I I own it. I've watched it so many times. It's one of those movies that never gets old for me. Um, you know, it's 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 just a class, and it's hard. It's gonna be hard not talking about spoilers. I'll do my best because uh, that's what makes the movie so good uh, for me. But. Uh, and we, uh, and we uh, may give a little spoiler warning to get into some of the questions just because you kind of have to go there. Yep. Yep. So, well, but yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. So let's start off. Did you see it in college when it came out? So I didn't see it in theaters, which bothers me, but I did. Um, um, yeah, I was in college when I was watching it. Uh, I don't remember why I didn't see it in theaters. Um might have been, I, you know, I was playing football in college, so it might have been a busy schedule. But uh, I know my roommates and I watched it. Man, it was I, I was just blown away. All right. So for anyone not familiar with it, tell them what Seven is about. Yeah. So it 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 it's really cool. The premise is based on the Seven Deadly Sins, um, and it it 
it tells the story through two cops, this aging uh, cop on his last week on the job, who's just hoping for, you know, retirement to come through and, and have an easy case. Um, and then this uh, newer, younger cop who got transferred into the department. And they, they come across this murder and it leads into, uh, you know, basically being about the seven deadly sins and they have to solve and figure out who this is. And um, it's real intricate, real intelligent style uh, of how they do it. So again, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, that, that's the premise of, you know, it's based on the seven deadly sins, which yeah, it's, it's really cool how they do it. I think and something else. And I, I noticed this probably for the first time rewatching it is that yes, it's, it's, the main focus is the seven deadly sins for sure, but it's also doubling with you talked about. He's almost retired. He's got seven days left. Yep. You know, Morgan Freeman's character. He's on his final week of on the job. So I just thought that was kind of cool. All right. Yeah. So talk about a little bit. What, what is it you love about that? Why do you go back to this? Like this is a good psychological thriller, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, in college, my major was psychology. So any kind of psychology thriller, I, you know, I love uh, it's just, it was always an interest of mine. Um, the other movie that we won't mention is kind of similar. And so you can kind of see a pattern here. So I love anything that kind of keeps you thinking, keeps you guessing um, and really kind of surprises you, um, which this movie, you know, it definitely does. But yeah, the, the, just that, that psychology part of things I, I enjoy like behind the, the mind of why people are doing what they're doing. And, and a little bit of that twistedness in this movie too uh, was, was fun to watch. Okay, so I think to get into this next part, I'm going to have to give some spoiler warning because I don't know how, I don't know where you're going to go with this, but just in case, I don't see yep. a way of talking about this without it. So yep. if you had gotten a sequel yep. back then, what would you do? And anybody, if you haven't seen it, fast forward for about two minutes or so. <laughs> he talks <laughs> through this. <laughs> yeah, right. Because there was two different ways I was going. So for me, the, the sequel, I think it would have to. There was two ideas I, I, I had. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with two different ideas here, if, if that's okay. So the one I would like to see is kind of life for um, Mills afterwards. Um, what he does, what goes on, everything kind of there. That was one I thought about, but but I think for me, the better one would be a prequel type, uh, looking behind that character of how, what led him to become into what he became in, the character we shall not name. Okay. Um, um, I think a prequel of that, um, that to me would seem pretty cool. Okay, so you want a prequel on, and hopefully nobody's listening. This is the spoiler territory, of the, and I'll just say John Doe, because that's what he's known as. Yep, yep. So you want his prequel to how he got there. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Like, what, like, what if there was anything he did beforehand, kind of what led him in to be the character that he became? Um, I think that would be kind of cool. All right. Now we get into the territory that could happen, and that <laughs> is the remake. Yep. And who are you putting in some of these roles? Yeah. So, I, you know, I mentioned to this earlier. So it's it's one of those things. It's fun to kind of think you would put in. But I'm one of those guys that certain things should be kind of left alone. And, and this this is a movie that to me should be left alone. However, it is fun to think about who I would put, you know, into that role. So the first thing, the, the character of Tracy, uh, I went a little out of the box with this one. I went Zoe Zeldana. 
And reason being, and again, without giving anything away, to me, she is a character who can make the audience feel for her, Um, develop a, develop some compassion, develop some feeling for that character where I think knowing what we know, Josh, that's somebody you'll feel for when, right? (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And, and I kind of, and, and, and I was walking through and looking some people I, you know, um, cause originally it was Gwyneth Paltrow who played that character. And I was thinking, you know, uh, Dakota Johnson, Natalie Portman, kind of similar people at that. And then looking at, at Zoe, I was like some of the other roles she plays, she's just somebody you always feel for. Like she elicits a reaction. And I, I thought she could get that same reaction that people had for this character at, at that time. What do you think? Ah, I like it. I think I, I like it. Like you said, it's it's funny you said out of the box. What's in the box? So that's funny <laughs> that you even said that. But right, no pun intended. But yeah, right. <laughs> I like I like the choice. I like the choice of words. Yeah. All right. Yep. So okay. where are we going? Next? We're going Mills next. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Mills. Um, and you know it's interesting because you know uh, Brad Pitt at the time, I think he was in his in his 30s when he did it. So you look for somebody who's kind of like a little bit younger, but couldn't really find anybody but i immediately thought of this character because i think he can he can bring what pitt brought to this character and they're similar in looks i want charlie hunnam with that because i think he that edge that fireness that passion that that pitt brought to that role i think hunnam could do it um you know with that and he had he had that similar kind of look um to me anyway so i'm familiar charlie hunnam that's jacks from sons yeah, from Sun. Yep. Right. Okay, okay. Yep. I want to make sure I had the right guy in my mind. Or yep, was, yep, okay. yep. That's what it was. And he actually he was in. I don't know if you saw the the gentleman with McConaughey and that. He was. I did not. Okay, I highly recommend you watching that man. It's a uh, yeah. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Right, right. Really, really good. Highly recommend it. So he's in that. He's the he's the secondary, second main character in that movie. So okay. And again, I think looks wise, you could see Hunnam and, and Pitt kind of looking very similar um, with, with the look they have. Okay. Yeah. In my mind, I picture Jax with the long hair before he cut it. So I'm like, <laughs> really? And then, but okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I can't for the life of me remember Morgan Freeman's character Somerset, Detective Somerset. Somerset. Okay. Yes. So this is an interesting one. I know we were talking off camera about this. So I almost wanted to break your rule and I was going to recast Morgan Freeman in it because he basically looks the same as he did back then, you know, for the most- that. <laughs> right. But I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I have interesting. I'm going to kind of tell you um, the other two that I was thinking about. And then the reason why I went with the choice I went with. So I was thinking you need somebody who's looks seasoned, looks like they're ready, can portray, hey, I'm, I'm ready to be retired but also has that intelligence about him because Somerset was in a very, was a very intelligent character with how he went about this case. So you need somebody who can kind of really give that, that aura. So initially I thought Denzel, he's up in years, you know, he box off his draw. He can, he can do that. He's played the cops, you know, in, in fallen. He was another one that had that intelligent kind of character to him in, in that movie fallen, but I kind of settled on uh, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, Okay. Again, I think similar look-wise to Freeman at the time with Somerset's character. And he does give that intelligence kind of feel of, okay, you can see this guy really figuring out why this is going on, how to how to solve this and do that. So again, it's 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 a little different, but um I 
again, when you think of Jeffrey Wright and certain characters, I think he plays that he can play that that older retiring cop role pretty well uh, to me. I like it. And I like it not only over the Denzel pick, just because Denzel is going to overshadow whoever is beside him. I don't know that Charlie Hunnam's going to be able to stand toe to toe with Denzel in a movie, you know? Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yep, I like, that, I like that choice. Yeah. Yeah. That one in my thinking too, like who, who could, who could go with that. And then that's why I also went with Hunnam and, and with Zoe, I thought they could, they could play well off of each other uh, as well. Let me, I'm going to ask you this. Cause I was thinking about, it, as you said, yep. you know, most people come on, they, they don't want a remake. I get it. I get it. I'm not yep. a remake guy either. What if they were to make a movie or something or a series could be a seven episode series based on this premise, you know, <laughs> right. But they didn't have, it wasn't Mills. It wasn't Somerset. It wasn't the exact same storyline, but they did something like that. Police procedural with seven deadly sins. Would you like to see something like that? I, I would be okay with that. I, I think the premise of it, um, I think is good. Yeah. Something along those lines, I would, I would be cool with. Similar premise, yeah. I think I would I would watch something like that. Now, would you prefer another movie, or would you prefer the Netflix seven episode series these days? Because everybody loves their TV, right? Um, I, you know what? I think I would. I think the Netflix seven series episode. I think that's a cool premise there. I, I think doing it in seven episodes. I think that would be. I, I would think that would be pretty cool. I think of like, you know, I don't know if you got into Ozark, but I, you know, I got into that and and how they did that was pretty cool. So I think if you did something with this premise on Netflix with like seven episodes, yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. Uh, as far as Ozark, I need to watch the final season, but I watched the first three. I just didn't watch this final one yet. Okay. But I, I love Ozark. I love Ozark. Uh, and I'm yeah. not, and I'm not a big TV guy. So that's surprising. That's, I have a hard time with series because I'm like, uh, why is it still going? I, I want a movie that's in and out and I'm done with the story. But Ozark, partially because I'm a Jason Bateman guy. Oh, yeah. He was excellent in that. Yeah. Far, far. I saw oh. Teen Wolf 2 at a young age and I was sucked in from that movie. So there you go. I still, I still love that even now. So, but that's a whole other story about Teen Wolf 2. All there right. Now it's time. Let's give that final pitch on someone who hasn't seen seven, why they should go in and take a chance on this, the original David Fincher class. Yeah. I, I think, I think you're going to be riveted throughout the entire movie. I think you're going to be at the edge of your seat throughout the entire movie. Um, I think it's one that is going to, is going to keep you focused um, throughout. Um, and I think, again, the way the movie plays out throughout, um, I, I think, I think you're. I think everyone's going to be uh, glad they saw it. I, I I highly recommend everybody. Everybody should watch it. If you haven't watched it, you got to watch it. No doubt. No doubt. It's a. Uh, to me, it's a ten out of ten. Okay, that's what I like to hear when I have guests come on and talk about a movie. I want them to be bringing me their ten out of tens. That's what this is about. The favorites, the best of the best, and sometimes it's well-known movies, and sometimes it's lesser-known movies, and I love both equal, equal parts. And I'll just tell listeners I don't normally do this, but for those that like this episode or like Fincher related, I have covered Zodiac in the past and I have not done an official episode on Fight Club. But if you go back to my Bad Influence episode, we talk about Fight Club on there. If you've seen Bad Influence, you will know why. If not, and you don't want to watch it, check it out and you'll understand why. But for that, that's going to wrap this one up. So, Sean, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? And all that good stuff. 
Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter um, at JokerSean37. Uh, Sean is S-H-A-W-N. Always getting interactive, always involved there. So yeah, at JokerSean37 on Twitter. All right, and as always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at YNFMoviePod. Easiest thing to do, go to linktr.ee slash YNFMoviePod. It has social media, podcasts, YouTube, my personal letterbox so you can see what I'm watching that doesn't get any covered on the show. And I'll be back next week with a new guest and a new movie. Until then, you guys take care, and I'll talk to you next time.